0: Hey, y'all, it's me, Jess Bubaco, and I am excited to be here with you on the Waking Up with Jess podcast. Each week, I'll invite you to wake up to your inner knowingness, get creative, and march to the beat of your own drum in your business and life. We'll dive into different subject areas from business, to health, to work, relationships, and beyond. On the podcast, we'll get raw, honest, and real, keeping it a little bit personal, a little bit educational, and most importantly, we're going to have a lot of fun. Each episode, you'll feel like you're sitting down at a coffee shop having an intimate conversation with a few of your best friends. Join me each week as I act as your confidant and friend who loves the heck out of you and wants to see you shine. Come along and wake up with a cup of Jess. Hey everybody, I'm super excited because today we have with us Kelly Preston Um, and Kelly Preston is a brand astrologer. She's been professionally designing websites, writing content and collecting certifications in copywriting, life coaching, NLP and astrology to bridge her love of personal development with brand development. Because at the end of the day, we're branding you as a person and the more you know you, the more others do too. So Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Ah, thanks so much for having me. I love it. I'm like
0: beyond jazzed up on your stuff. I tell everybody about you and what you're doing because this is honestly one of the coolest experiences that I've had, I've never met somebody that could be out there, but I've never met somebody who's doing brand astrology and blending these worlds together. Um, I had Kelly on our sacred six mastermind and all of the women in the group, she came in and talked about some points in your birth chart and how that relates to your brand. And all of the women were like, this is the the coolest thing. And just thought you had the most amazing information to share. So I'm excited to have you on. I just did my brand astrology session with you two, three days ago. It was so amazing. So I'm really excited to talk about you and what you do and bring you to the show. So thanks for being here.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. It's seriously such an honor.
0: (laughs) So tell everybody a little bit about what you do and what brand astrology is.
1: Well, basically, so it really started. Honestly, I accidentally fell into website design because I just I was following the nudges of like this is really fun and creative. I was a health coach and an esthetician, who was branding my websites. Basically, it just got really expensive, so I was like, I kind of want to figure out how to do this. And I fell in love with it. Then I had a son, um, my first my first um, kiddo, and basically, um, instead of going back to a brick and mortar, I went more online, which allowed me to like start to focus on what would this look like if. I had a business that didn't require me to essentially go into an office every day and I could be more, I could be home more. Um, And then obviously the creativity was such a huge part, but I didn't know that then. And I'll bring that up in just a second. But basically that was over eight years ago and it was just, it started with me fiddling. And I had a friend that hired me To do her website for a book that was coming out and basically it just kind of all started from there and me really not knowing what branding was not knowing what marketing was it was literally me just making pretty things digitally and so and then writing copy was a big thing that i didn't even know that i enjoyed um or that that it was a thing but based on the response that i was getting from the blog that i had it was like people were really resonating with the way that i was writing and i was like huh so then, that basically led me down the path of what is it to brand? Like, what what is this idea of a brand, and like, how are we conveying our messages in a way that doesn't feel like torture? So you're not spending three hours writing an Instagram post, or you're not completely like you're embarrassed to show somebody your website, or you're you're not sure what you're supposed to be writing. Because I think what happens is entrepreneurs we're getting into fields that we love and we're very passionate about it, but then we have a hard time. Deciding how are we going to share our message with the rest of the people in a way that we're not exhausted and burnt out. And so I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs end up closing their business or deciding that it's too much because they haven't figured out a way to share themselves with the world. So that became my real interest in brand and design and it was it was strictly that for so long, but really, you know, I mean, we're not an island and nothing is isolated and I've always been really interested in personal development. So it's been me taking courses in coaching and NLP and all of these different avenues really because I was interested. But what ended up happening is I was meeting my ideal clients in there because they weren't website designers, but they were people that I got to work with and really understand their brands. And astrology ended up being a a huge point of a huge turning point for me because when I went in there, it was literally me just following it because I'm so curious about what it is to know myself and so and I had had a chart reading uh, after about five years of doing website design I had a chart reading with somebody and she told me I was creative this is before I knew anything about astrology she told me I was creative and it was like from that moment on my business completely changed and so it was just the permission slip that I needed because before I was I because di- I don't I'm self-taught I didn't have like. Other than the verification or validation from my clients it wasn't like well, am I good at this is this supposed to be something that I am doing. And so, having her speak to like such a pronounced signature of creativity in my chart really gave me the confidence to lean into this as something that I was good at and to own it and. And that just the levity it brought and it's like my mouth just opened it's like I was able to talk instagram posts were flowing out of me I started to trust myself more. And that was before still knowing really too much about astrology. Um, and it wasn't until about two and a half years ago I went in and did um, an astrology training through DSA, which is um, I think it's Deborah Silverman Astrology is what DSA stands for, or maybe it's Applied Astrology. I cannot remember. Anyway, she's big in the in the astrology world, and she's really good about teaching uh, beginners, like basically like keeping it super basic so you can understand the the language of astrology. I fell in love with it. It was just like, the more I knew about me, the more I was like, oh my gosh, this makes sense. And it started to heal a lot of things in me. It just kept opening up my voice because I'm a 12th house son. And for anybody that knows astrology, like I wanna hide, I'm very shy. Um, And as a Leo, as a 12th house son, like it was like, I never resonated with Leo until I understood more about that. So I started to really look at, what where we can come together like where people are branding, because I think the biggest hiccup in branding is people. don't know how to present themselves to the world so seeing it through the lens of astrology was like almost like opening the floodgates of understanding of like. You know, these are colors that reflect you, these are um this is messaging, this is who your ideal client is and I did find one particular point on people's charts that really. um Speak to this idea of who you were in a past life so it's energy you're very, very familiar with and who it is that you're becoming and so like your highest expressed version of yourself. And i've noticed through writing copy and working with several clients that the majority of the time our clients are the past and future versions of ourselves if we've navigated through something. Then generally we're here to guide them teach them, we want to help them through the transformation that we've recently been through, or are currently going through. And so there is such a directive on your chart that helps really speak to that. And so I started to fuse that with like by my knowledge of how traditional brands or how big companies were branding themselves. So they were using Carl Jung's uh, 12 different archetypes. And so it was through these 12 different personality archetypes that I started to look at, like there's 12 signs, Carl Jung was really big into astrology. I'm like, there has to be a crossover here between the two. And so that's when I started to look at how do we, how do we take this information that people can receive on their chart and translate it in the same way that companies have used these different archetypes. And just to kind of give an example. So one of the archetypes, is the explorer and like you know their main mission is liberation and a company that has used that archetype is jeep so if you think about jeeps like how they promote themselves and if we put it against mercedes which is. Basically it's about like being the best it's regal it's luxury, and so, if you look at like how the two of these companies these car companies have like really fused into these archetypes. They use it in every decision that they make when they go to market themselves like are they going to use. I mean, this is kind of old school, but like power locks or roll down windows for the for the radical for the person that's more liberated, they are they going to use the off road tires? Are they going to choose more earthy colors versus the person that's going for luxury and regal of the black and the leather and the high end? And so not only does it inform your product, but it also informs like the choices that you have on your product, but it also informs the way that you speak about it. And it's through that lens that things get to be so much easier in the way that you convey who you're speaking to and it lives right in your chart because i work with people that are branding their person so if you get to see some of that you get some insight into like hey this is this is this is a message i get to this is how i get to word my message this is some of the points my clients are struggling are struggling with um and then the other part of that is sometimes our journey, not sometimes, I would say all the time, our journey is is hiding from us. We don't realize our gifts because they're so, it's so habitual, it's so intrinsic, like it's right there with us. And we don't realize that what feels mundane to us feels magical to our clients. Like the very thing that we need to hear is the thing that we think that like everybody knows, or the very thing that your client needs to hear is the the thing that you think that everybody needs to know. And it's through that reflection and looking at your chart that you can see You can honestly see your majesty like you can see the things that you came in here with that are not only gifts, where you can feel more confident but it's also like. Oh my gosh I can talk about that, because not everybody knows about that, and so that there there goes, I mean that just blows open your content creation doors. So that's a very long answer of how branding and astrology I don't know how you do one without the other honestly.
0: I just want to listen to you talk about this all day long. Like I'm not even exaggerating. I'm like, this is the coolest really and truly like the coolest thing I personally think. And so anybody who's listening will have Kelly's uh, website in the show notes and you can check out her Instagram and all of that. But I love what you have like quote stumbled upon for anybody who's listening that's into human design because most people here are, Kelly is a one three emotional generator. And what I love about this is when we talk about people who are one threes, they tend to kind of become, I want to say quote unquote experts in something because they like to dive deep and they go through that trial and error process. Like what does it look like to trial, you know, this in astrology and using this with branding and this with this. So I love how you have gone deep and I'm sure we'll continue to go deep. There's two things. Are you okay with me sharing a little bit about like your chart and what you're oh, talking heck about?
1: Yeah. Heck I, love I, I get to know more. Are you kidding me? It's me. Yes. I love this
0: stuff. <laughs> Tell me more about me. I love it. Well, it's cool because your, um, your son, which we talk about. And again, I, I always reference this, but you can go back to, um, uh, episodes one through three of the podcast. But, uh, if you want to, I think it's one through three or one through five, I talk about, um, brand as we talk about it as related to gene keys. And it's neat because I'm going to actually talk about the sun. Cause that's what shines out to the world. Um, yours it's in the gate 33. If we look at it from a human design perspective, cause gene keys and human design are a little different. I love the, um, quantum human design language because yours is in the, what you're shining, it's in the gate of retelling. And this is um, just Mm -hmm. reading directly from Karen Curry Parker's definition of the 33. It's the ability to translate a personal experience into an empowering narrative that teaches and gives direction to others, which to me is like literally what you're talking about with being able to retell, like going inward, knowing yourself and using that information in a way that's going to help to give other people direction and empower them on where to go in their personal journey. So.
1: Wow. That is so incredible. Yeah. And it's in the line
0: one, which is a lot has, it has a lot to do with, um, creating foundations of safety and security in like the material tangible world. So to me, even just looking at brand, I'm like, wow, that is, you give a website, like colors, these really tangible things that we can translate ourselves into.
1: Totally. I think that's always why, because I could never figure out I would finish a coaching certification and I could never be a coach because there was such an attachment to the tangible. Like I needed to deliver something, like as much as I wanted to go in and, and do the coaching. And like, there were times where I was like, gosh, that would just be so amazing to use these skills and to navigate and to walk with people. But it's like, I couldn't walk away. I'm sure the creativity really played in that too. But I I feel very strongly about deliverables.
0: And as a generator, you know, a generator type, generator types are amazing builders. And it doesn't mean that you can't coach if you're a generator type you might be an amazing coach as a generator type but the ability to be able to bring us something that you have created um and that's physical and tangible for us i think when we i think this is shifting and changing i think this is like the direction we're going to see things headed in i think so many people go after like coaching and um spirituality and we think the only thing you can do is become a coach or a spiritual guide or you know an nlp facilitator or whatever it may be but i actually think we're coming into this time like of the great integration where we're taking everything we've done in the past that we love from our jobs corporate childhood all this stuff and we're we're blending it together with the practical, you know, like it's like the spiritual and the practical, or we're, we're allowing ourselves as we've discovered the, the quantum field and the quantum mechanics and how we can manifest and create and all this, but we're bringing our whole self into the picture.
1: Totally. Totally. I mean, I just heard somebody say the other day, like how she's like, I never used to bring my personal life into my professional life. And it's like, you look at too, like how, how I, what we can't do, we can't separate anymore, especially with everything that happened with COVID. I mean, our, our work life for so many, I mean, I was already working from home, but like witnessing my husband who works in corporate and now he was at home working the whole time. Like it's, it is it is your whole being is a part of your offer to the world. Absolutely. I would love to
0: talk about, um if you're okay with it, some of these points on the chart, but specifically, I want to ask you about the sun sign, because we see so many people in astrology. If you dabble, I think we're all becoming a bit more astrologically inclined to go, well, I know I've got a moon sign and a rising sign and a sun sign. How does something like the sun sign, because that tends to be the place we look when we're looking up our astrology, how does that play into brand? Does it play into brand? How do you use oh, the sun? Oh, it absolutely plays
1: in. So, here's the thing. Yes, there's one point in your chart that I think really speaks to the way that you speak to your client and the way that like your overarching brand is kind of presented to the world. It really gives you good language, it gives you um it gives you a look, but there's going to be points in your chart like <clears throat> your sun, like you said, is your personality, it's your ego, it's your outward-facing persona. <clears throat> and basically, the thing is, when people see their sons, I think what happens is, you know, you can in astrology, you have a lot of uh, influences upon your sun, how it's aspected meaning how does it talk to other planets next next around it. Um, especially if you have a conjunction if you have another planet sitting right next to your sun, you're going to be half that energy so let's say you're an Aries sun, but you have. um. Uh, you have Neptune sitting right next right on top of Aries so you'd be half Aries half Pisces so you'd present very different than a traditional Aries same thing with the house placement so anytime like if you think like you have a fire sun in sitting next to a really watery planet um, or in a really watery house meaning the the four different elements Um, so you have water air earth and fire and so Aries is fire and then if you had like a, if you have it in a water house like whether it would be in 4, 8 or 12 those are all water houses just think of what fire is underwater it's out it's it's underwater it's a little bit harder to accept to access especially if it's in the 12th house um it's kind of like the mystical realm the 12th house is ruled by neptune it's pisces energy and so um i think the thing with suns are the way it's presented to the world is all sons present the same way. And there's so many um, factors that influence how your son actually presents. So I think looking at that, and then there are other, that definitely comes in in the way of like, yeah, that's your, that's how the world sees you. That's like your outward persona, but look at it from the lens of an outward persona of, of all the combining factors of whether your son is in, you know, The third house and you're going to have high communication, which if you had if you had a son that was already let's say Gemini, which is the communicator. um, Or even any air sign Aquarius or Libra but really Gemini and you really and it lived in the third house then it would feel like oh yeah i'm a Gemini but like you know I am I have more of that 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 communication that outward facing. But, so I would say. I would say if you don't resonate with your sun sign there's a very good chance there's a there's a really good reason why um and there's so many other aspects too like i think jupiter's a big one i mean jupiter's the planet of expansion so anything it's next to it expands and i think it's it's a it's a big energy so looking where that is on on your chart to be really speaks to to something that will come up i think the other thing too is looking at the house your son is in. I think that sometimes almost informs more than the actual sign. To me, I've just noticed like, or maybe it's just the merging of the two energies. I think it just really speaks at like, at, at the placement. Cause basically how we interpret that in astrology is essentially it's a spotlight on that area of your life in this lifetime. So really paying attention to that. So if your son, if you're, let's say you're a Pisces son but you're in the first house, like you're you're like you're gonna have a lot of activation in going first and being the leader, which could look a Pisces may not traditionally look that way. So I don't know. Do you guys have a similar um, ways of interpreting charts in human design, like several aspects affecting one? Yeah, I would say, you know, two manifestors aren't
0: going to look the same, but it's going to look more at the configuration of like somebody who has a defined mind center versus somebody who's has an open mind center, you know, like all the centers are going to be different, but you know, I think it's really interesting to bring these things up because I think sometimes just looking at the astrology for the day or whatever it may be. I mean, I feel like an Aries, like I really truly feel like an Aries, I know mine's in the second house. And I know you actually had written something with my brand. Um, I can't remember what part it was of the in this moment. I can't recall it, but about finances and impact and values and money. And it's funny because I feel so called to talk about money, but I I at the same time I feel like uncomfortable talking about money because it's such a loaded topic. And yeah, there's just there's so many things to it. But as I read what you had written about, like income and impact and all that kind of stuff, just simply because of, I think what we've seen in the coaching realm, talking about money and so much of it doesn't resonate for me, but actually talking about money does resonate, but just in a different way, it was kind of interesting to see how you put that in there and yeah, just I don't know. I find the whole thing fascinating.
1: Your son, hopefully it's okay for me to say this. Are you okay for me to say the house? Okay. Sure. Whatever. you're, you're, you're an Aries son in the second house, which the second house is Taurus. And so that's an area focused on safety finance. So that's going to be lit up for you this life, like what you value. Um, and aesthetic too. Taurus is also, I mean, it's ruled by Venus as well. So it's got some Libra flavor to it. Um, so it's going to basically like that is lit up for you. And it's funny cause you know, you'll also look at your Aquarius rising. So of course you want to talk about finances, but you want to talk about it in a different way. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> like, totally. and
1: that's, and that's what I mean. Like sometimes when you look at the whole piece of the chart, then you start to like really get to like look at how is your branding going to come across in a way that matches your cosmic code.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Which makes it all so much easier.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny because I started a um some a series called Money Conversations on here because I want to have conversations about money in a different way. But I've always felt again, there's always been a discomfort. So it's cool how you can weave these things together to make it make sense. So let's talk a little bit if you're okay about rising sign and how that sort of plays in. If you're okay. Yeah. Yeah, talk totally. About any of the aspects I think it would be cool to share.
1: So rising sign to me like that for when I first was learning about it, I was basically saying I think it's more important than your sun sign um, because it's it's what you're what you're being called towards. So basically, I I mean it's not more important. I just think there's so much emphasis on the sun, but if you look at like that's your outward facing persona, but if your if your rising sign is where your soul is asking you to head, I mean I I feel like having that acknowledgement and really understanding that is incredible. Um, And then there are some cases too, where your sun and your rising are the same. So that just makes it extra clear. And, but then the other, the other part of where you're basically the path to enlightenment is your north node. So that would be the other one. Like, it's almost like that energy is a little bit musty. Like, it's almost like, like you could, you could go there, you're being called there, but it's not as intense as your rising sign, unless they're the same. And then it's like, okay. I have a sun rising and north node that are all the same. So I'm very clear, like supposed to go in one direction.
0: Is that all in the 12th
1: house for you? Uh, No, just my sun is in the 12th house.
0: Okay. Where, if you don't mind sharing with everybody, if you're okay telling us where your north node is, I think that would be really cool, especially with the work you're doing.
1: My north node is in Leo. So, and that's, oh, and I I mean, I haven't actually like officially said that. So with the, the point on the chart that I'm talking about, that has the energy that you really um, that you're familiar with and then the energy that you're headed towards that is your North node. So you can actually see it on your chart if you guys ever pull it up the chart whether it's on astro.com or it's on an APP it looks like the horseshoe. Um, and so that's the idea of your your highest express self, but then the exact opposite sign, meaning like there's there's a complementary sign for every sign um, that the energies are almost like the exact opposite they're in I'm trying to think of another word than opposite because I keep saying that but they are in opposition to one another but they come together in harmony so mm-hmm. um like if you have pisces if you're a pisces north node you are going to be a virgo south node so if you think about the two energies like virgo's a little bit more grounded and analytical and pisces is more creative and they kind of want to float away so it's mm-hmm. like how are we bringing them together in a way because they really are the same energy getting at it in different ways but you need both so it's the dichotomy yeah. of the both and so that's that's the point on people's chart that i look at hands down first that's what i've created a quiz around like that to me is where and that's how i branded uh square peg so i was my brand was hey i'm kelly um for, for probably eight year, eight years and just recently my website's going to launch very soon probably by the time this podcast is out it'll be out but um, just to give you an example of what that looks like, so with a leo north node, my south node is Aquarius, so Aquarian energy is super familiar to me, like the idea of the rebel, the one that that is kind of in that's innovating, but that is also very collective minded like I want to make sure that we all rise together um, and so basically it's and then the leo energy is the creativity, but then it's also like. Hey, shine a spotlight on me. It's kind of like, I'm going to roar. So it's very, it's kind of like, we're all going to go to the same place. It's very heart led, but it's, it's like, Hey, in this lifetime, you're asking to be seen. So when I went to go really think about my branding, I mean, I was like, I'm thinking about the people that are different. And I literally, when I was thinking of names, I couldn't think of anything. And I was driving home one day and I was like, Oh man i just had another square peg moment and i was like oh my god there it is that is totally how i want like that that's who i'm talking to it's the people that that are designed not and then the tagline is because you were never meant to fit in and so that's very aquarian but then when i go to like choose my colors it's like more leo it's more like noisy and funky and disco balls and afros and reds and like just to give you an example of how a north node can really like choosing everything, just like there was no doubt. It was, and I'm pretty sure, like I'm I, i I'm cool with like feeling creative and, and feeling confident in my decisions, but it was like nothing I had ever done before. It was like, it was just oozing out of me. It was like, well, now I have the boundaries. So I'm only looking here. And it's like, and if you think about it too, it's like, well, why would a person holding a disco ball be on a website for branding? Like, this is weird. But I was like, This makes so much sense to me. So I think if you can kind of see how something kind of like more like intangible of like a concept of astrology, like if you can see how it really does inform a brand's direction, I think people would be more likely to trust that there's actually some genuine help here in written in the stars.
0: (laughs) Totally what have you noticed has been has happened for your clients and the people you work with as they sort of see what you've been able to conceptualize through
1: everybody has said i i don't understand what's happening but it feels so good and like it's this idea of like tapping it's activating something in them like a bit of fun leo is fun they're childlike and so it's like like the whole thing was, why are we making this all so hard? Why is it so serious? And so it was, that has been the response is like, this feels so fun, this feels so good. Like, oh my God, this feels so different. And um, like, I just want to, you know, be around your site because it feels like I'm playing. So I think, and those were a lot of my words was like play, innovation, rebellion, um, fun. Fun was a big one. And like, how easy can we let this be? was a big thing in my mind. Yeah. I
0: just even thinking about your human design, some things that are really cool in my personal opinion is like, you've got the open G center, which really helps to reflect back to us who we are. And oftentimes the open G can kind of see this higher perspective of who we are. It's kind of tapped into the higher self of the person. So being able to kind of channel that as you create And you've also got the open throat, which I think can really mirror back to people and help them to refine their own communication and be able to pull like the right words and or the right colors or whatever it may be. And what's also really cool is you've got the defined head and Ajna, which really it's, it's helping us to think in new ways, to ask new questions and stimulating a new way of um, it's it's supposed, it's meant to inspire us to see things from a different perspective and look at things from a different perspective. So, and you've got like, you know, the 2644, which pulls us back into integrity with ourselves. You've got the 59 six, which is really all about growth and impact and sustainability, helping us to grow what we love. And you've got the 1949, which the nineteen has an ability it's it's very tuned into people and energy and the energy of others and the 49 is the energy of revolution so it's being able (sighs) to kind of yeah like literally lead a revolution for ourselves like whatever it may be so I feel like I love how this all sort of fits together because it's really this invitation into like you know I know as a manifester It's really hard for me to describe things. It's really easy for me to just do without trying to put words to it, but to have to describe to somebody else, like even just being like, I don't know, I help people take action. Like I know when they're in my energy, they're going to go, but it's hard for me to describe it, but to actually be able to sit with you where you can take these aspects of the chart and listen to my words and use your creativity and be tuned into me and my energy. It's like, for me, it felt like a huge gift because I wasn't just sitting with somebody trying to describe to them my brand, kind of from point zero, having to describe what my offerings are, what I do, or it's like, you understand, you already are going, okay, I'm gonna listen to what you're saying. I'm gonna look at the themes in your chart, I'm going to help to pick out kind of the essence of you, all these things without having to start necessarily. It's like, it is ground zero to some degree, but it's also not because you have a leg up with this like ancient wisdom and this tool that you're using, which just feels so amazing. So I think this is like the coolest thing ever personally.
1: Gosh. I mean, what a way to put that. I mean, that I never even like thought about it that way, but that is, it's true, it's almost like I don't need to hear the whole story because a lot of times that's just rehashing struggle and it's like, well, like, let's look at how you're meant to present Yeah. and like you get the permission to do it. And a lot of times it's very different than the way that somebody else is teaching or like you're witnessing somebody's success and you're like, why isn't that working for me? Yes. And it's like, there's this very different way that you're meant to do this. It doesn't mean the success isn't available to you. It's just not going to look the same as theirs.
0: And oftentimes the way theirs looks is as a result of them figuring out their own kind of unique code. And so, and that's where I think the benefit of this really comes. I personally, like I said, I've not wanted to talk about money and security and values and all of that, but actually you being able to show me that in and talk about it to some degree with my chart, it actually gave me a level of permission to go. Okay, like I don't have to become like a money coach, but to recognize that that is going to be something that's going to play a large part in what I do and what I talk about or how I talk about things, safety and security and all these things. You know, I was listening to one of Emma Dunwoody's um, I'm in her human design membership and she was talking about the human design chart and she's like, often we're not looking at this person's pure human design. We're looking at them plus all the conditioning that's layered on top. Exactly. And it's probably the same thing with a natal chart. Like you're looking at the optimal energy, but we're also probably looking at the shadows and the challenges and the whatever. So to be able to kind of go with some clarity, here is this map of how you might function, operate, what energy people are going to experience through you. It does give some level of a permission slip to go. Oh, I can embody this, just like you said about the creativity part. Totally. You hearing that for yourself made you go, "Oh, I am creative. I can do this."
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think that's the thing is like we have these hunches but we're so conditioned out of them or conditioned not for that not to be enough. Like you need a certification, you need the external validation. And so following that just feels risky. Mhm. And so I think when you have something and it, you know, I've even said I was like, "I don't even care if it's true." Like it's just it's so nice to have the thing that like it's 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 a niggle inside of you that you're just kind of you're very interested and in it and you're like it's not a mistake (laughs) like it's so nice to have that validation of not a mistake i do kind of want to circle back to that idea of the safety with you too and i just wanted to say like i think the thing of when you look at some of these placements in your chart you realize that the end goal that you're you know with you with getting your clients into action and making the moves from a place of alignment, they can't do that if they don't feel safe. And such a huge part of safety is your financial experience. Yeah. I mean, that is, that is a leg of safety. And so I don't know how you could, how, I mean, to me, it's like, that's such an imperative part of the conversation for you. Of course it is. Totally.
0: Yeah. And I, I guess my biggest thing is I just hear so many people talking about like, have a 10 K month and do a, B and C. And the only way that I have ever experienced financial success is by, from a human design perspective, just following my urges. And like, as a manifester, just what is coming through me right now that I need to create and going with it. And my business, I've said this a million times on the podcast, my like quote business plan, which is not a business plan looks so weird to other people, but it It works for me just in the same way that you allowed yourself to experiment and to go like, what do I, let me try this out. This lights me up. I'm having fun with this. I want to explore it. I want to dive deep into it. And it's like the right people seem to be coming towards you as a result of that, which I think is really cool.
1: Totally. Before I knew anything about astrology, I used to say to my clients, I was like, what is the thing that you resent having to pee or eat when you do like, that's the very thing you should be charging money for. Yeah. and they're always like that's the thing i want to do and i'm like that's the very thing that you should be charging money for like the thing totally. that you would do for free is the thing that you're designed to make the most money for from like that's absolutely your gift that is something that you came here with you came to express at least that's that's my belief system
0: i totally agree i would love it i know there's um you, your quiz is likely going to be up by the time this is it will, published. yeah. So do you want to tell people a little bit about the quiz and what information it'll give them?
1: Yeah, so basically, because I, ha- I was unable to find a way of doing a quiz-type format with a North Node, basically, it's going to be – it's a designed of a series of questions to guide you to your North Node, and the idea is by the time you get to the end of the the quiz, you're going to understand – your astrological archetype which in layman speak is is really like it is the thing that you get to start to utilize as what are your clients struggling with so there's um invitations of how you use these so you get a list of where your clients are headed towards what they're currently struggling with you also get um a color palette and a logo just to kind of like describe the look of it and then an overall um description of what this archetype is and then there's a sheet at the very end that essentially guides you towards like how do I use this information? Because I don't want this to be another PDF that sits on your desktop or something that you don't open. I really want it to be like, oh my god, I could use these as ideas for my my next offer, my next blog post. What I name my next offer? What I name my business? Um, how I design my business? If you're in limbo of like I don't know what colors, I don't know what my look should be, let this be. Like take the exact exact mood board, I mean actually with every one of these mood boards, they are sneak peeks into all the templates, so I will be having 12 show it website templates that are designed for each sign for each archetype which is a sign. Um, so they will match there, there will be a website that matches each one of these they're not done yet, but they will be rolling out within the next six months um, so. That that will be an availability if you're like I love this or I want to see where this goes i'm really interested in this there'll be a whole website with it and then eventually there'll be a sales page that matches the social media package that matches it so each archetype will have the opportunity. To essentially be fully branded if that's where you're at in your business if you don't want something completely custom and then every archetype can also be customized if you already have colors um and fonts and a logo and you just want somebody to make it look more like where you're currently at but base, i think i would just look at it and just so you get like an idea of where could my what what is my brand archetype like what would this say like maybe you'll get a nugget of permission that's my hope for you
0: everyone go and do this quiz which will be linked below do a quiz and if you feel called go and have a brand session with Kelly because it is amazing. So helpful. Like I got so much value out of it. And I just actually, as you were talking, pulled up the mood board for my Pisces because I looked at everything, but I don't think I looked at the mood board on here and I'm like, oh yeah, those colors love them. So good. So, um, yeah, it's just, 10 out of 10 recommend and yeah, it will blow your mind. So what you are creating is really cool, really helpful. You're cool, which just makes the whole thing even better. So Aww, go right and connect with Kelly. Um, <laughs> do you want to tell everybody where they can find you?
1: Yeah. So I am at, my website is um, www.squarepeg-studio because the other one was taken and then it's sure. .com. And then yeah. Um, And then i am at square.studio.peg on instagram a lot youtube will be back up again with a lot of tutorials so for anybody that likes learning tech stuff i will be i will be teaching people how to design and show it i used to teach squarespace but show it has my heart because it's you have way more creativity um there'll be other stuff on there too like copy tips and astrology Um, but my instagram my instagram is a little bit more astrology i do do moon boards so um if you ever want to like pop in your sun moon rising i do like mock moon boards you get a little real i do them every other monday um so yeah that, that's basically i would say i most <laughs> when i'll be back in the world of the living because i've been in like a massive rebrand um i will be on instagram a lot more and you'll find me on youtube
0: as well in case anybody is wondering um and i'm just making sure Just so you know, it's, I think you said square.studio.peg, but it's square.peg.studio. So just, yeah, that'll be in the show notes also. Um, But she is a generator. So you, the amount of things that you're able to do, I'm sitting here going, I don't even think I could do that in a year, maybe two years, but I feel like generators, you just have this amazing ability to be able to build things when you're lit up by them. So I think it's really cool that you're as, jazzed up and excited about what you do and I can feel it. And it's just, it's amazing. So thank you for being here with us today and everybody Uh, go out, take the quiz, connect with Kelly. And yeah, thank you for being here.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I really, truly hope that everybody who really does have a passion, they follow it. Like that means so much to me. So whatever you need to do to do that, trust it, please.
0: Amazing. All right, everybody, enjoy the rest of your day and I'll see you back here on the next episode of the podcast. Hey, 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 thanks so much for being here and listening to this episode of the Waking Up with Jess podcast. If you liked today's episode, I'm gonna ask you to do one of three things. Number one, leave a rating. Number two, leave a review. And number three, if you think it could help a friend out in need, go ahead and send it to them. I greatly appreciate your support. When you rate the podcast or leave a review, it helps other awesome and amazing listeners such as yourself find the podcast. And I love people and I love friends and I love people's friends. So being able to spread the love through your network is another really great way to support people and to support the show. All right, y'all, make it a great day and I will see you back here on the next episode of the Waking Up With Jess podcast.